Welcome to Through the Wire. Through the Wire. A few things we got to get done off the top. Um, if you're watching us on YouTube, be sure to download the podcast on Apple, Spotify, anywhere you could get a podcast. Rate us five stars. And then we only promote this one time at the end of one show, but we got a live show coming up in Philly. Um, that we'll hopefully leave the link in the description for all you Philly fans or New York fans, New Jersey fans, anybody that could come see us live, please do. Uh, tickets are limited. So if you're thinking about it, get yourself a ticket. It is free. It yep. is free. A lot of people have been posting that they're getting their tickets already. Yep. So shout out to those folks. Uh, all ages. All ages. Uh, meet and greet. You know what I'm saying? We're going we gonna to put on a show for y'all. And this is like the tour a trial period so if the philly fans do good jobs then the rest of the world gets to see through the wire live because we're going on tour we're going to hit up probably cali someplace in texas we already did the chicago show so like you know come come show some love come show some love and you'll be putting on for the rest of the world because the hoa to see oh snap we really need these boys to go on tour (laughs) really do so yeah um but we got a lot of hoops to talk about the major question of today's video is what's skilled and what's not because the mini beef that, that happened, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so the origin of it, I guess it starts with the all-star draft. Yeah. LeBron and Giannis are, are you know drafting their teams. And Giannis makes this little joke about not drafting James Harden because he wanted the guy that's going to pass more, mm-hmm. and he picked Kimball Walker. And then also we were at um, post-game, interview. post-game interview, and he said, Giannis, he was like, in the fourth quarter of the all-star game, our goal was to – See who was who James Harden was guarding and feed him the ball. It's funny because James Harden was actually doing a good job. Yeah, I don't think anybody <laughs> scored on him no. in that fourth. But um, when he said that, me and Mike looked at each other. We like, oh, oh, damn. And then when you go watch the film, James Harden was doing pretty good. And then James Harden had an interview recently. I guess it was yesterday when he was basically talking about skill, how like he is one. He is the only player. This is his words. So he gets picked up, double teamed at half court. But being seven foot and running to the basket and dunking is not skill. Mm-hmm. Of course, probably just throwing shots at Giannis. Yeah, that sounds like some salty <laughs> No, yeah, it was a shot at Giannis because some Rachel Nichols, comments. who did the interview, asked him, like, how did he feel about that? And he was like, shit, they not messing with me. I wish I was seven foot and could just run a dunk. Because so, it was a joke, but I don't, think, I don't think he laughed when he said it, did he? Who? When he was like, I want somebody who could pass the ball. I, don't, I think he giggled a little bit. Oh, yeah, it was, it was yeah, 100% yeah. a joke from Giannis, 100%. Um I like. I mean, this is this is a beef mm-hmm. that we don't normally get. Even though yeah, they're playing, weird. he they're playing it down. Giannis played it down. Like yeah. he just here to play basketball. Which is too late to mm-hmm. do Giannis. Um, Coach just I mean. came onto onto Twitter and was like, they always trying to put superstars against each other. Yada yada. Uh, it may just be like centered from the MVP race thing. Definitely, one hundred percent. Because yeah. um, Giannis was in the conversations the year that James Harden won it, yeah. and then a lot of people believe that James Harden deserved to win it last year. Mm-hmm. And even this year, there are some people that still think that James Harden is the league's most valuable player. But, uh, I'm just saying, I be reading the Twitter mentions, and sometimes people are crazy. <laughs> people are crazy in the mentions. Uh, but this year. but what is skill when it comes to hooping? We can all agree that Giannis mm-hmm. is a skilled basketball player, yeah. correct? Yeah. yeah, I mean, look at when he first came into the league. He wasn't nothing like he was. He was literally mm-hmm. just a raw prospect who was around 6'10", or whatever that size he was. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, now he can put the ball in the deck. His playmaking ability has increased tremendously mm-hmm. these last couple of years. His ability to shoot the ball now. Because that's really the only thing you've taken away from Giannis. You're talking about he don't have skill. Right. Yes, he's talking that. about his shooting, which he's you know jumped over in the last year. It's, yeah. which, what so, it tells me is that James Harden not watching this film. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you got to be lucky that he only get to see Giannis like once or twice a year. And he still may be concussed from the time Giannis smacked him in the head with that ball. Uh, <laughs> next next time they play each other, Giannis going to play like 35 minutes. I mean, 50. OKC called it yesterday because of, I swear it's because of James Harden. Giannis was like, yeah. I'm just going to kill. I'm not even yeah. just going to dunk. I'm going to hit post fades. I'm going to hit threes. I'm going to do everything that you consider skill to show you that I have skill. I, don't, I think James Harden kind of said that out of emotion. Um, but I also think he worded it wrong. Uh, I don't, I, Giannis is definitely skilled. I don't think he meant that Giannis has zero skill because I don't think he would be a, at this level that he's at. But I think he's saying compared to himself. Right. That's what he was, mm-hmm. you know, that's what the conversation was. And, you know, to some point, James Harden has a point. But that's just how it works. LeBron was born to be 6'8", 6'9", 250. Yep. He what got the advantage, right. He, he, got so, a, he got advantage. At, but still, at Giannis being as tall as he is, he had to put in work because we see a lot of guys that's his size that ain't right. doing the shit yep. that he's doing. Right. So right. he had Handle to the ball the at seven in foot ain't no joke. Yeah. yeah. Don't matter, yes. guy, that could be the ball handler and the pick and roll and the screener. Mm. Like, 
You can't you can't guard it. Yeah. You can't guard it. <laughs> and then now the Bucks are just killing the game. They beat the Raptors in a game that seemed like it was gonna be close because Matt Thomas and Chris Boucher were killed in the first half. And then the second half they took over and then basically a fifty point win against OKC. They just continue to attack on W's even with their injuries yeah. and uh, Chris Middleton I mean, yesterday. I, I asked KB this well yesterday and we were talking about it, but I'm gonna ask y'all again, what what would you say the chances are that like the Bucks continue this in the playoffs and they go like almost flawless? Yeah, we were talking about this. We were talking about the greatest playoff runs of all time because right. the, the, the Warriors were 16 and 1, the Lakers went 15 and 1. I think it'll be way tougher for this team to do mm-hmm. that because yeah. they have a. It's hard to say that they have a a team, a, a scheme that you could kind of game plan for. Like, I still yeah. think they're, they're probably going to be dominant as far as the Eastern Conference playoff run goes. But, like, when you think about the teams they did go 16 and 1, 17 or 15 and 1. Um, it was just too much firepower. You know right. what I'm saying? You can't. You got a first the legacy. You got you gonna have a hard time stopping mm-hmm. Shaq and, and Kobe. Kobe is the next guy up. Right. So that's already like something you got to take care of yourself. This Bucks team, it seems like you just, you slow down Giannis and the kind of the rest will fall in line. That's it what you think. Like. Yeah. Um. Because but a slowing down Giannis is a lot harder than people are are making it out right. to yeah. be. And then Chris Middleton. I, I, and we don't know how Chris Middleton is gonna perform in the playoffs because mm-hmm. last year he snuck Same it up in the last round. Yeah. Eric Bledsoe was terrible. So you don't know how those players will perform. But we yeah. can. I think I can say this. And I think somebody on the telecast said it like. Everybody on the Bucks this year is better than they were last year. Yeah. And, and even Brooke Lopez, who's not shooting the three like he was last year, is playing crazy-ass defense yeah. like we've never seen before from him. And another thing, Giannis has really started to – well, he's getting to the point where even when he does struggle and maybe has like 15, 16 points on a rare occasion, he will still have 15 rebounds, yeah. eight assists, a couple blocks, a couple seeds. He will impact many sides of the floor. He puts his stamp on I the I think it also matters what the seeding is like when we enter the playoffs because it, if it's a way that – um, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. you can have two teams play against each other and they can beat up on each other and knock one of each other out. Mm-hmm. Or there are times where, like, the Bucks will beat the Nets in the first round, then the second round I have to play, what, the Celtics, and then the last round they have to play the Raptors. But if it can be a way that they could not have to play one of those teams, sometimes it makes the case – it makes the road easier. Mm-hmm. Like, one year um, – who did the the Warriors play? The Warriors had a couple routes they could have went, but it ended up going in their favor because they didn't have to play. I think like the second round they ended up playing like the Blazers and was able to sweep them or something mm-hmm. like that. So it was like they just swept. They basically had like two buys, and then the third round they played the Rockets, and that was yeah. a tough series, but they beat them. So if you could have it in a way where it's like you play a team that's maybe not as good as another team you could have played in the second round, then, yeah, you probably could sweep through. We saw it yesterday with um, – not yesterday, last season with the Trailblazers where, like, they had the perfect road to the conference finals. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't have to kill no juggernauts, even though they did take down the, uh, the, nuggets. the Nuggets. But we weren't saying the Nuggets were about to make a run anyway. So, like, everything does have to fall into place for – dominance to really happen and then the article i was reading about the the best playoff streaks one thing i liked about the articles at the bottom it said the injuries that the team had to go against oh. right so like the war i mean that that lakers team that went 15 and one they didn't face any injured players they literally just dominated full strength team full strength team and then like the the warriors run it said like mike conley got injured in a series or this and that so you do have to have the right seating and if you really want dominance like this you hope that your opponent's not 100 percent but the way they've been playing in the regular season, bro, I don't, right. I don't they've know. They've been taking out contenders yeah. like easily, easily. But like, I think that in the playoffs, like how KB said that they are a team you could scheme for, and like teams with the right pieces, they could like give them trouble. Mm-hmm. They That's the difference between the regular season and the playoffs because you have that seven game series to dial in on a team versus just playing one team one night and blowing yeah. them out. Um, yeah, one hundred percent. I I do like their chances though, as far as coming out of the East. It's like. Like the way they've been dominant is is ridiculous, and then it, the, it'd be hard to see them go into the playoffs and just fail. Yeah, like they they literally have the biggest point differential in history, and then the historic defense too. Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna look up NBA pace because you know the the NBA you know um, slows down in the playoffs, but this is not a team that's like running and gunning. You know mm-hmm. that that relies on like and the seven seconds of last. Well, Giannis adding those like post fades and those little baby hooks, him adding that half court offense, that's gonna translate. To, I'm sorry, to the I'm completely. Wrong. They have the highest pace in the NBA right now. <laughs> so yeah, uh, they 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 have the highest pace in the NBA right now. Yeah, Giannis be leaking out hard. That makes a lot of sense with Giannis. Yeah, he will he will grab the ball off the backboard and just go up. Or, mm-hmm. or or like Eric Bledsoe yesterday had a play where he grabbed the ball off and then Giannis, Giannis is like cherry picking. Yeah. yeah, he's cherry picking. He got an easy layup. But um, 
Next thing is this news. Kevin Durant said it's time to put a ban on or take the ban off marijuana in the NBA. <laughs> That's so random. I saw that too. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's just, it's, that's just the direction the league's probably going to start going. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's just more lenient towards marijuana. It's, I think it's just how it's going to go. What would you do? Well, if I if I could legalize it for the NBA or unban it, if you were like control of that in the NBA, I don't ban it. Yeah, me too. Dion, it says Dion Waiters, Tybo Cephalosha, Nerlis Noel, Larry uh, Sanders, and J.R. Smith have all been suspended. And we just saw Malik Monk got suspended. Yeah, I, but it doesn't seem like it was Weed because Weed has a five-game suspension. And the fact that that man is out indefinitely tells yeah. me that he is – He's on some other he's shit. He's on some I, other I shit. Say, <laughs> I guess, I'd say probably over a quarter of the league he smokes. Who, whose podcast is that? Is that – Knuckleheads or all the smoke. All the smoke always talking about like they be they be smoking and stuff or, mm-hmm. or NBA players do. And Matt Barnes, right? Matt Barnes. I be getting those shows mixed up, Knuckleheads and All the Smoke, because they're very similar. Mm-hmm. But Matt Barnes was saying like one time he had an injury and he was like, all I did in the house was just smoke weed to try to get rid of the injury. And I mean, he didn't get called for it. And I feel like so many players fit that too. Because mm-hmm. uh, didn't D-Wade come out and say like, you know, when your drug test is Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure. So, like, it's like you almost have to plan to like mm-hmm. fail it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they give you like a 60 day notification. They were saying that about Al Jefferson because he had failed like twice in right. one year. Mm-hmm. And somebody was like, you just don't care. <laughs> You just don't care. We see, like, this year they've been randomly drug testing people. Bradley yeah. Beal got mm-hmm. one at this 50 50s, oh, yeah. and then Robert Covington got one after his block streak. Earlier, Danny Green had to get one because he had a tip dunk. Yes. One yes. tip dunk got him a drug test. And then Alex Russo got one before the season started because of that Photoshop picture of him swole his hair. He's like, bro, that's. That's that's a classic, right? Yeah, there. it is a classic. It'd be crazy if he was on, like he was smoking, and they got him caught up. <laughs> it's funny because the NBA could literally just go see him and see that that's not. Yeah, that that was just not. He just wasn't that swole. <laughs> he just wasn't that swole. Um, Shout out to Alex Caruso, man. Everybody. I feel like the ban should be like it still is illegal federally in every state mm-hmm. except for the ones that is legal. So if you're in a state that is legal, it should be legal there. Too. Yeah, you should be able to do it. So Zach Levine should be puff puff and passer. Yeah, why not? Don't get high before the game. That's, yeah, I mean, that's yeah. just living like. Well, yeah, what? You, nobody, nobody, nobody should be getting high before the I game. Was right. Wasn't there somebody who said they they would smoke like two blunts or something before a game? But I think that was a football player. Yes, NBA players have said that Matt too. Matt Barnes has said that too. Yeah, he said that like some people legitimately smoke before the game because they're better that way. What? Which is I cannot imagine because your senses are all uh, you I know what I'm saying all off just by a little bit. It's, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe just make them more relaxed. It just help calm the nerves of like being in the big in the game. Maybe so. Maybe so. Um, tell me if y'all agree with this. John Moran or Russell Westbrook? I still feel like he's highly disrespected. People take his play for granted. I mean, he averaged a triple double for three or four years. I'm pretty sure they see what he's doing this year, but it's still the same thing as the last. Uh, I wouldn't say I have the same point like mindset of him because. He's contributing winning basketball. And when James Harden was struggling in that whole month of January, he put he was carrying him. What? Right? What I mean, yes. About? But what are we but, saying? Yeah, I'm saying I don't disrespect his game. Oh, you're not the one disrespecting him. Yeah, okay, I'm, I'm just saying by point of view. You think he is disrespectful? Yeah, in a way. I don't think he's disrespectful. I think the league has just kind of gotten used to Russell Westbrook and mm. what he does. Mm. I think, like, fans and stuff, they kind of disrespect him because, like, just because who he is, mm-hmm. but and I think people hate kind of dislike his ego too, to, I, to a certain extent. People dislike those aggressive ass. I'm a scream in your face at the dunk type players, and, and which I, is crazy. I, I love that shit. Yeah, which Do is it. crazy. It's part of the competitiveness. Yeah, it's part of basketball. Um, but I do understand the like criticism is a lot yeah. different than disrespect. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. criticisms. A lot of it is warranted. Yeah, let's have this conversation. Let's have let's <laughs> have this conversation. Uh, y'all don't understand that reference, but but yeah, uh, the criticism is warranted a lot of the times. So like, I would love to see this team him get out of the first round this season. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. all of this that he's doing the last couple months has been amazing. But obviously, where it matters for Russell Westbrook is the playoffs. Yep. So that's him that's what James I would Harden. say. And him, yeah, but James Harden's got pretty far. He's one game away from the finals with that Warriors, uh, beating the Warriors team. Mm-hmm. But he, he's notorious Paul, for last time they were in the Paul finals was together. It's a fact. It's a fact. Yeah. Wow. Um, and they were my preseason pick for the finals. I mean, I don't feel great about it now, but that was my preseason pick for some reason. I, yeah, James Harden is disrespected at times, but I mean, not James Harden. Ru- Russell yeah, Westbrook. Yeah, Russell, Russell. James, Russell Westbrook is. Uh, <laughs> Disrespected at times, but I guess it's rightfully so. 
because, you know, the Thunder um, had those first-round exits. I don't think it justifies it, but sure, if that's what people want to say compared to some of his um, his peers like Damian Lillard, Steph Curry, the guys that he's often compared to. The success hasn't been there in the last few years, mm-hmm. and I don't think it was supposed to be because his team went through a lot of transitioning uh, after Kevin Durant left. And, you know, Paul George came back and didn't really help much that first-round series against the Chaz. Um, but, yeah, you know, I still am a big fan of Russell Westbrook. I think y'all are too. Yeah. Uh, but he is a player that can be heavily criticized because yeah. he does sometimes wild things. Yeah. Uh, he's been better as a late, though. Yeah. Russell is literally the guy that you, like, he's a love-hate guy. Yeah. As much as you love him, he's going to do something that you like, come on, man, what the fuck? And I yeah. feel like when he's but having like, these great just, games. It's just Russell Westbrook. I feel yeah. like when he's having these great games, they go under the radar. But when he has a bad game, they're on his ass. Like, that's the type of person that he is. And I also yes. think he has a fan I mean, base yeah, that's kind of toxic. So oh people, who that, the most toxic. people that can have the chance to run away with a bad game, they're mm-hmm. going to because his fans are going to throw it in your face when he has a good game. Yep. So, and Just that's check what my mentions. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was referencing with, with Catrillo. Not to get that person. I, I don't even know the person to even give that. It's not super relevant. But, uh, yeah, do have a good game, and now people want to go bring up old tweets. It's like, <laughs> and then the tweet that they bring up wasn't nothing crazy. Is he he took a shot with two seconds left that he shouldn't took? Yeah, <laughs> and I like, think the tweet that this guy quoted was right after they got eliminated in the first round. And I think I said we need to have a conversation about Russell Westbrook because in that last game, if I remember correctly, he had like a very costly turnover, or it was a terrible shotty in the game, or something like that. And you're like, bro, let's. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But this season, Bro, I had a he's fan, been good. I seen somebody on the timeline gloat about Russell Westbrook, and they brought up the the playoff game that they won against the Portland Trailblazers. That one the playoff one? one playoff oh, game. Oh, yeah. won. <laughs> and he brought up those highlights. That's that's terrible. Eee. That's terrible. Um, next thing, Damian Lillard is always a guy that's pretty active on Twitter. Um, and he came in with the tweet from OKC fans always tweet him because of, for some reason, there's some kind of beef. Um, and the the tweet that he originated from was the fact that basically the Portland Trailblazers are not in the playoffs right now, and this is from an OKC fan. And Lillard said, "The fact that y'all can't let this go just shows how bad it hurts your heart." Shrugging emoji. Um, you're having a great season. Hunted emoji. I thought it was funny because oh, yeah. like that's that version of OKC is over with. Yeah. You just put all that shit behind you. You got a whole <laughs> new team, yeah. and the team is looking better this year than they did that year. So it's like. I don't even understand how you, how you can hold a grudge against a player that much. Maybe because he ended what you thought could be a championship team. Yeah, but it's actually that's what he was supposed to do. That's his job. That's his job. Derek, you tweeted this or you you quoted this tweet a while ago, a couple nights ago. It was uh, Mo Harkless. Oh, Mo Harkless got asked if it hurt from going from a contending team to a team that just suffered a six straight loss. He looked around, looked at the camera. He was like, "Yeah." I would be hurt, hurt too. He's hurt. He went from the Clippers to New York, and then now there are rumors that he's talk. He's, they're talking to buy him out, so maybe he can get back to another contending team. But, they, but yeah, they was, and then he said he was going to stay because it's home. But maybe they re- reopened it since he said that. But I don't know, man. Uh, he but, had a good game a couple nights ago. Yeah, he did. He had like five threes or something like that. Yes. But can you imagine that? Like you're like, oh shit, this shit. We about to make that run. I'm about to get my ring, and then oh, you yeah, end he up. He was in L. A. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like to New York. But then New York such a, is a good season. Yeah, it is a too. good city. It's just not a good team. Yeah, so right now. I'm not, I don't feel bad for him from going to another good city. Yeah, it's about that. He, I feel he, bad he for him. Yeah, for his situation. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I, I appreciate his honesty, too, because that would have been bullshit if he looked in that camera. He's like, nah. No, I, I love it, man. Yeah, <laughs> Six so, straight L's. <laughs> um on my, on my last that. team, we didn't even go for two straight losses, and now I got six in a row. <laughs> uh, injuries are still piling up. Kelly Oubre is the latest guy. Um, the torn meniscus. Torn meniscus, but they said he's being evaluated by different doctors to, to, to confirm option. it. But he won the second yeah. option. That sounds like some Kelly Oubre shit. For real. Um, but it seems like with the injury like this, the Suns' playoff hopes are, are slowly dying. Especially when you lose to the Pistons, which they did yes. last night. Um, Shout out to D-Rose for the game winner. Mm-hmm. Not even just that. He just yeah, he, had, yeah, he had 31. Um, but yeah, they're they're falling, and now they're the 13th seed at 24 and 36, and they would have to go on some crazy streak to mm-hmm. take over the Grizzlies. Another team on another losing streak is the Spurs, slowly falling out, and the Kings have been playing pretty good recently. Well, the Grizzlies are also on a losing streak. They're yes, on a they five are. game losing streak. And then the Pelicans have won like uh, 
They're only on a one-game winning streak. Win but they've been winning games. Yeah, they've been winning games. Like last 46 to 45. And they're two games back from that eight Two games back, man. Hey, the Grizzlies tried to put up a fight last night against the Kings. That was a real interesting game to watch if you watched it. Uh, I was hoping that they won the game. Um, Andrew Wiggins still hasn't had a win in a very long time. Uh, free, as the Warriors free, free Wiggs are on a, a game losing streak. Steph Curry comes back yes, tomorrow, tomorrow, right? Yeah, tomorrow. Yes. Tomorrow. Such a beautiful, yeah. such a beautiful. It's be sight, interesting. Uh, they true. were asked. Steve Curry was asked why bring him back at all, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Do we not owe the fans an entertaining basketball?" And I love that. I love that response. Be, like, yeah. come on, bro. Like, we've, we they basically got the worst team in the league locked <laughs> by five games. <laughs> Steph Curry's and great, but like, if he can you know come out and just play Steph Curry basketball for the last yeah. thirty games or so, and yeah, then yeah, they just get like twenty something minutes. It's fun on the show. Him and Wiggs. I don't care how that fit. He could put up fifty, and I'll be cool. But early in the season, he was struggling hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he he may want to just get his season numbers up or some shit because mm-hmm. like they look. I don't even know what they look like, but it ain't the Steph Curry we knew. Of course, small sample size because he got injured so early. They got twenty three games left. What if they go on a twenty three? <laughs> <laughs> and then a twenty three game win streak. Can they make the playoffs? They have twenty five wins. <sighs> wait, say thirty five. Yeah. yeah. They have 25 wins. They, no, 35, 35. They wouldn't be really no, a conversation. No, they, they would need everybody else to just start losing half every game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Steph Curry's season numbers, he's at, he was averaging 20 points on the season, but 40% from the field, which is bad for Steph and Curry. Mm-hmm. For other people, that's pretty damn good. But for Steph Curry, that's bad. And then he was shooting 24% from three. Yeah, Obviously, that's terrible. Terrible for, for Steph Curry. Yeah. Um, but – he ain't missed a free throw all season, so that's that's Steph Curry like. But just seeing him back on the floor is great because even like when they announced that he was coming back, more highlights start hitting the timeline, and you re- remember shit that um you forgot that Steph Curry did, yeah. like that one game against OKC. The anniversary was yesterday of it. You remember he pulled up from like three 30, court, yeah, from like thirty five feet in overtime and, and sent them home. Was and it was like point six seconds left on the clock. That's a classic Steph. Yeah, because Steve Curry, Kerr, everybody was wondering why Steve Curry didn't call a timeout. Yep, and. He let the he 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 did that a lot in the past. Like he just let them play. Yeah, and it's like that was the season before Kevin Durant. Came. Kevin Durant came. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Durant saw this show. I was like, Shit. I gotta go there. Yeah. <laughs> I want to play with that so guy. Want to play with some more skillful guys? And hey, he did. He did. He, don't he can never play with Giannis if he looking for still, skillful guys, man. <laughs> Words of James Hard, man. <laughs> Um, trying to think about so, oh the Magic have went on a nice little win streak three games in a row. Shout out to Aaron Gordon, Aaron triple Gordon, double last night. Yeah, he actually been hooping since the All Star break. Hey, I got I got I got sent a star bench cut. <laughs> okay, um, from my man two eighty Robin. It was star bench cut. Leave the bias out. Ben Simmons, Pascal, uh, saw this and one. Jason yeah. Tatum. This is very hard because uh, you got to leave somebody that's gonna be good. Uh, I saw this one and I just I thought about it for a while and I couldn't come up with an answer. Yeah, I I, I, I actually just clicked out of it because I was just like I don't have an answer. He clicked out. What you scared? <laughs> is this for no. okay? So what I always ask is: This is one game? Are we starting a franchise or what? I, I always look at it from a franchise. Okay, I, I would go Jason. Tatum. I probably start Jason Tatum franchise wise. Um, franchise wise, I might go Jason Tatum, Ben Simmons, then Pascal. If we're talking about franchise, mine was flipped. I went Pascal, Ben Simmons, then T- JT. Just because I feel like no matter who I put Pascal next to, he can thrive. He can thrive, yeah. Yeah, if he's my number one option, he'll thrive there. If I put him next to a Kawhi like last season, he can thrive there. Mm-hmm. If I put him next to a posting big, he can still thrive. If I put him next to a stretch big, he'll he'll thrive. Ball handling point mm-hmm. guard, non ball dominant point guard, he'll thrive. It's just. The reason I put Jason Tatum first is that he's the youngest out of the group, so franchise-wise, it makes the most sense. And just the way he's been playing recently, and it could, again, be recency bias, um, he just seems like he's about to be a you fucking know, yeah. the, the first play, team All NBA player play, in a couple of years. He's been playing like a superstar. Yes, yeah. is the yes. word. Yeah, so yeah, I, I think know, I would. That's why it was tough for me because recently yeah. he, you know, yeah, I think but I would Tatum actually always been been solid to mm-hmm. me, but it's just another level. Just yes. pulling up from three like that. He's ridiculous. shooting like fifty percent on this month. That beer can three two. <laughs> yeah, I would go JT Pascal, then I would cut Ben. I don't know. It's hard for me to cut Ben because of what he do defensively, man. Yeah, but Pascal is also pretty good defensively, and so is JT. They're all they're solid. All... Ben Simmons just a next level. Yeah, he is. Level. Yeah. Yes, yeah, t- that's that's it's a tough. that is a very tough one, very very tough one. And then again, Pascal was an All Star starter this year, so it's like, you know, what I'm saying he's the oldest out of the group, but he's also the one that has continuously took it, taken jumps every single year. And but how much higher can it go? Yeah. 
And when you look at it, like, with your franchise piece, like, I know it's small, but, like, late in games, I can give it to Pascal and JT. Ooh. That's a shot. Nah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. All right. So we're going to take our very first break, and we got more NBA talk. So in the break, we actually had a break. Um, we were talking about players that make basketball look effortless, and it stemmed from Jason Tatum. Again, recently he just make everything look so easy, shooting 50% from the field, three, everything, man, score, what, 40 points with no free throws, basically? Like, yeah. literally makes it look effortless. So I asked the guys, like, who are some players that also make basketball look effortless? Mm-hmm. Where you watch them, you're like, damn. I think I could do that because he makes it look so easy. Number one for me is KD. Okay. Kevin Durant, he just he's butter. And he does it so efficiently, mm-hmm. and you can't guard him. <laughs> I, yeah. Yes. Two guys I think of, like, right off the bat is Paul George because mm-hmm. he's just Paul so George, smooth. Yeah. And then Lou Will. Lou Will yes, yeah. Lou Williams is on my list Lou too, Will bro. Also like, he's just a guy that's like, how did he do this? Yes. Yeah. A straight bucket. Literally. Literally. You give him the ball and he can get you a bucket. CJ McCollum is also that way for me with his handle and how smooth he can get to the mid-range jump or pull up. Mm-hmm. Like, his game is very smooth. I like I like that you said handle because Kyrie is one of my guys. Yeah. Mostly with his handle. Yeah. How, like, everything just happens so fast for him. He mm-hmm. sees a second offender. He rapping it. He's doing all of that stuff. It's like, how hard can it be? And then you go to the wide, try to do the same know, shit, and this doesn't a work. Of Kyrie Irving when he does like an inside out behind the back, like he's doing an inside out wide behind. Is the it back. like towards the baseline? Yeah. yeah, I think I know what clip yeah, you're talking it's about. Just like you probably try to do that in real life, you're probably gonna hurt yourself trying to do some <laughs> shit like that. Yeah, he's that's effortless. And then we go on all time. Mm-hmm. Me and Pierre were talking about this player because he scored 43 in the first game of a playoff series. T Mac. Mm-hmm. T-Mac was just smooth as hell. Yeah. It's like, get him the ball, and he can literally do whatever he wants with it. There was nothing you could do to stop him. He scored like half his team points that game. Mm-hmm. And that, that full game is on YouTube. I've been finding myself watching a lot of those classic games. Well, Steve Nash versus Chris Paul duo back in 2008. One of them had 40. The other one had 35. It's just like, you can just Google games like yeah. that, and they'll pop up. If, you, if you've never seen a certain player play, it's out there. Clay Thompson does it. Clay Thompson looks jump very shot. effortless because he does it without dribbling the ball that much. He was bold on my list mm. because he literally catches the ball and fires it. And it's or he like, just one dribble to the side, pull mm-hmm. up, and like new age you know, for me. I got to go uh, Doncic because oh yeah, that was yeah. not athletic thing. And like yeah, because he's a guy that's not fast at all, but not he seems fast, to always go past his man. Yeah, he just gets it done. Mm-hmm. SGA is pretty effortless. Yeah, and I was, smooth with what I was thinking him because he's very like basic. So but he's, he's, got, he's got this hitch in his jump shot. Mm-hmm. like it kind of reminds me of a, a look kid jumper. It does. Yeah, that yeah. motherfucker be hitting though. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it took a break and I had to use the bathroom. Uh huh. And I was on my phone. I was using the bathroom and a tweet came up when it was. It said. Shake Gilgis Alexander, who's leading the Thunder and scoring, mm. who's the fifth seed, has only gotten a f- four posts from like ESPN Bleacher Report. And all oh wow! People. And one of them has and to be for like because he remember he had like a, a triple double. He had like 20, with twenty rebounds. Yeah. So they gonna post that, right? And yeah. then they said, but Alex Caruso <laughs> has had forty eight posts from those combined. That's crazy. Yes, right here he says Shake Gilgis Alexander is twenty one years old and is leading and is the leading scorer on an OKC team that is fifth in the West. Sports Center, Bleacher Report, and ESPN have tweeted about Shea um, a total of four times this season. Those same accounts have combined for 43 Caruso posts. What a joke. It really is a joke. Mm-hmm. I mean, and... They do it just because of the clicks and the exactly. interaction. Which is, which is a terrible thing, especially because these are the leaders in, like, for sports. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're a casual basketball fan, these are the places you go to see highlights, to mm-hmm. see... Um, final scores and stuff like that. And, like, if you're a casual fan, you probably don't know who Shea is, but you probably know who Alex Caruso is. He's the balding white dude that gets gets tip dunks. Just last night, they tweeted out the video of uh, Seth Curry because he dropped 37. Mm -hmm. I forgot which platform it was, but it's a verified platform. Slam. It was slam. It was like, oh, he needs to get more exposure. It was like, you need to expose. It's you, motherfucker. It's you. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Back to Shea. Mm -hmm. Um... Another story that came out last night, Shea Gilgis Alexander's mother tells him that he sucks every day to keep him grounded. That's Shay. I, do that. I do that to myself. She got to come up with something new. He, he don't he ain't, man. I do that no more. that no more. Um, I like that team, though. I want to see Darius Bazer get back on the floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wish they put up more of a fight yesterday because it was yeah. like national TV for them. And it was funny when Chris Paul was like, go ahead, shoot. <laughs> Chris Paul's another guy that looks makes it shit. look effortless. True. With his playmaking at least. 
Like the first game against the Bulls, he passed the ball through um, Felicio's like nutmeg Felicio for a layup. Like I didn't see that any clip anywhere, but it just just because it's a Chris Paul Chris Paul type thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he had a play last night where he was double team on the baseline. He threw it behind his back to a, a Stephen Adams for a dunk. It's like it's just didn't this all come from uh, Stafferless? Y'all was talking about. Mike's yeah. mentioned the word Stafferless. <clears throat> and, and it's crazy because, like I said, this is from a couple years ago where mm-hmm. I heard the first term, like, Stafferless. Like, mm-hmm. he's, it's so easy. And y'all never heard that before? Never heard it before, bro, until you just mentioned it. I've heard it on, well, Kenny the Jet Smith always says it on TV. Mm-hmm. I heard it before. Oh, maybe I heard it then. Maybe I just don't remember. Wait, Kawhi, I'll take your word Kawhi for Leonard it. makes everything look so easy. He is never bothered by anything. He's a bot, yeah. Yeah. He's a bot. That's a, that's a good one, too. What about mm-hmm. James Hart? No, he, his, no his, I can see his, the effort no. of his. Yeah. yeah, his no. That was a real quick, uh, quick story about Clay Thompson. Though. You know how you know he makes it just look easy and like just thinks of it so simple shooting because they were talking about him about his free throws because you know he's an excellent free throw shooter. Mm-hmm. They were like, "What do you what, what do you do?" He's like, "Well, I take one dribble and I just shoot the ball." Because they're like, <laughs> they're like, you know, why is that so effective? He's like, "Well, if you had the ball right there, what would you what would you do with it?" And he was like, just shoot it. And he was like, that's all I do. And I was like, okay, so I might have to just not You said Clay said that? Yeah. He's saying that he don't really do Where, where are you playing that shoots free throws, though? What? Where are you playing that shoots free throws for you to take that? I think you just mean I'm I'm just, just, oh, just in general? Just okay. shooting the ball. My fault. Because it's fault. all mental. It's oh, all mental. One of the top posts on Reddit this week, Alex Caruso rejects Lonzo's layup. 11,000 upvotes. Well, that Which was a nasty like, block, though. It, it was. That was a nasty block. It was, though. but it also gives, like, the bigger platforms, like, hey, shit, that got 11,000 upvotes on Reddit. That's a lot. Yeah. So that means that people want to see it. So they're also feeding the mouths of the people, but it's also like, come on, bro, there's so many things that are happening around the league, and Alex mm-hmm. Caruso is the number one on Reddit today. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, bro. I don't even know what about him makes him so marketable. He's white, he's balding, and he can dunk. Yeah, he can jump. Yeah. And he's not. I'm not saying he's a bad NBA player because no, he's, he's not. not. He's definitely. He, he's yeah, a, he's people have pulled up like statistical shit about him and them winning games. That's <laughs> yeah, they say that like he he should be the starting PG because they're the best when he's on the court. And it makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Stuff like that. But, I mean, I can't like his defense. has definitely got yeah, up there. And he's a hell of a, he's a very good passer. Even like the LeBron eating Twizzlers thing or, or red bounce. I say he's a good passer. I didn't mean to say hell of a, but he is a pretty good passer. <laughs> <laughs> I was making sure you did say hell of it's, It almost slipped. Sorry. You know who also had a big block this week? Um, the whole Minnesota Timberwolves team. Do y'all remember oh, that yeah. one against the Heat? And that was the most clean three-person block I've ever seen. Jimmy Butler did not get touched on his skin at all. Most all three guys players who had don't ball. block shots. Yeah, no, everybody yeah. should be credited with a block shot right there. But you know what's funny, though? Um, during the game, after they after that block, the Minnesota Timberwolves commentators like, and if you didn't know, the Timberwolves are top five in blocks per game. And I'm like, how? Who was blocking shots for them that they're top five maybe in blocks Gorgie per game? Maybe Gorgie Dang was. May, yeah, maybe it was. <laughs> he just got so Robert many. Robert Covington, Gorgie Dang, you know uh, that Josh Koji can get up there. Yeah, and I, now D'Angelo Russell, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of other teams. The Nets are slowly falling, but they're so safe that them falling means nothing because you're not going to fall out of the playoffs. But they look like an easy 4-0 win for the Bucs uh, once playoff time comes around. I wish that Bradley Beal's Wizards were putting up more of a fight because they're five games out right now. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they, they, they could still be in this running. If, I feel if like it wasn't do. for the Bulls game, and if it was, I think they lost to the Cavs recently. Like mm-hmm. Those are winnable games for your I team. Feel like they I feel like they could still be in a two, even with those games lost. But I feel like the way that they They lost to the Warriors, too. Bro, That's terrible. Those losses are just like, what do they call them? Those are... Um, Deflating, yes, deflating yeah. type lo- losses. When Especially yeah. putting up fifty plus yeah. in back to back games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the Bucks is understandable, but then the Bulls is like that's a that's a bad loss, honestly. Yeah, so honestly, those are kind of deflating, and it just seems like that they are a lot worse than they actually are, or mm-hmm. a lot further. Because we still got twenty three games to play. Yes, yeah, we still around that twenty game mark. So a lot can happen in twenty games when you're fighting for like an AFC spot. Yeah, but they just they just kind of carry themselves as if they don't even have a shot no more. So. Yeah, Bradley Beal the only dude that's like, all right, I'm gonna get up for this game. A lot of the times, a lot of the times. Um, strength of schedule left. 
the hard the, the hardest schedule left in the league is the Memphis Grizzlies. Yep. That's gonna suck. Which for is them. terrible for and them. They, on a they need every win they can get at this point. So they still have to go against the Bucks one time this season, the Lakers one time this season, which is coming up. They still have to play both of their games against the Raptors. They have the Celtics, and then they also have the uh, Nuggets coming up. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I mean, they're gonna have to earn that eighth spot. Now. Facts, facts, and even the easiest games on their schedule is still Portland like Trailblazers twice and night. that's a team that they're fighting with even the Spurs the team they're fighting with is considered an easier opponent so like that's the hardest to schedule and then the Wizards are second so they're probably not getting that and then the Bulls are third we knew that they're already out of it um, but the easiest strength to schedule left is the Atlanta Hawks, who's been putting together some wins. They got one last night where they just destroyed the uh, the Nets. The Nets couldn't get a stop. I think they put up 140-something points in regulation. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that was John Collins putting up like 33 or something like that. The second easiest schedule in the league, New Orleans Pelicans. Yeah, yeah. It's falling into place. But mm-hmm. Portland is third. So these are the two teams that are really competing for that AC because they both have very easy schedules left. Very well, I, think, I think the Pels got the advantage right now, mm-hmm. just because they probably they're fully healthy. Yeah, right, for the most part. Yeah, I look at the Blazers' schedule. They have a pretty decent five game stretch mm-hmm. where they go to Hawks, Magic, Wizards, Suns, Kings, Suns, Grizzlies. That sounds easy as hell, <laughs> for real. <laughs> so, like, they're not they're definitely like winnable games for them, especially yeah, if they yeah. get Damian yeah, Lillard back. Damian Lillard gets back, and if they yeah. come back and play like they can. Do we play. have a timetable for Damian. He said the next road trip. Okay, I, that don't mean Where nothing. Land, to me. Yeah, think, that don't mean nothing to me. But I hey, think it, it starts good. today. Oh, but oh. I don't think. <laughs> okay, cool. I don't. I haven't heard anything about him playing today. But okay. he did say on this road trip, at one of these games, he's going to be back. Another team with a pretty easy schedule is Philly, um, missing their That's two good. stars. But they yeah. do have the the LA trip coming up. Where they go against the Lakers, Clippers, and mm-hmm. I think the Kings. So that's a that's always tough for an East Coast team. Yeah, I was thinking about next year that California that California trip for the East teams are going to be hard because then the Warriors going to be good, and mm-hmm. then the Lakers, the Clippers. Maybe like you can easily come there and go one. The and Kings th- are so disappointed, bro. I'm sorry. Yeah. They catfished me last year to think that this was going to be a year that they could continue to, to compete. And though they're again, they're not out of it. They're only. Three three games is actually not shit. They're only three games out of the playoffs, they but like it's so hard for that. It's so hard out in that West, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, legit, there's seven teams that are playoff contenders, like mm-hmm. almost immediately. And then, yes, they, and then after that, you still got players or teams that are going to try to make the playoffs. So mm-hmm. that t- it's like thirteen, twelve deep in that in that West. Yeah, they should just try to move out East. Go back to uh, where were they playing before that? Roster, roster. I don't even know what that's. Hey, at. I can't even pronounce it. <laughs> But isn't that some place in New York? Is it? I I, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I think it's some place in Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. But the league at this point is still up for grabs. You know what I'm saying? There, there's so many spots left in the Western Conference, at least the East is pretty much locked. And the strict schedule stuff is always fun to look at mm-hmm. because you think like the Bucks. And Toronto still have to play two more times this season. The Bucks and Miami still have to play two more times this season. Those are teams that you would expect to already had like three games played because we got only got twenty something left. But they loaded them at the end of the season. I guess they still got to go. The Bucks still have to go against the Celtics twice this season, and it's crazy. The Bucks has just been having an easy schedule. That's they ain't really contenders. Yeah, and when the Grizzlies <laughs> played, a, and when the Grizzlies yeah. played the Raptors, <laughs> they have a really tough schedule. Like this is hard. Like when you look at their schedule, they have a Grizz, they have a Spurs, mm-hmm. Thunder, Bucks, Pels. Pels, Celtics, Raptors, Raptors. I mean, that's what you just got done saying. Like, that's like, ago. I know. Yeah. I just decided to look and like, they can easily go on like a six game skid at that point. Really? No, they really could. <laughs> um, skid. That's his favorite word if y'all, if y'all don't, if y'all ain't Pete. Did y'all hear skid. this from, from Windhorse? When the Lakers called the Pistons and expressed an interest in trading for Derrick Rose, the Pistons said, hey, we appreciate you calling, but we're not trading him. Dwayne Casey likes him. We think he's going to be important for us next season. He just wasn't available. What? Next season? Next what they season? got going on yeah. next season? I don't they got, they got <laughs> some they stuff got under right the now, table. I don't see nothing. Yeah. They hoping they get the first, second, and third pick in this year's draft. It's going to take more than that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what this will be about. Mm-hmm. He. Because what are you playing for next season? That you need a 30-plus-year-old Derrick Rose on your roster. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make much sense. Even this year. 
At this mm-hmm. point, they didn't got rid of everything else. Yes, yeah. just, I mean, if you could have got another Steven. young guy, and then again, this front office is a team that basically had these pieces. They had Drummond, they had uh, Marquise, mm-hmm. Reggie Jackson. They didn't get shit for any of these players. No, so this front office is terrible. At the end of the day, like, what can you possibly? Some boys got nothing at all. Ridiculous. They, oh, they got your boy Brandon Knight, who had a great game apparently yeah. for Brandon Knight standards. Trying to get that stock back up. So they can get a get a new contract, and uh, John Henson is starting for them too. So they just tried to make sure that fans <laughs> think that they got something in that trade by playing both of those players. But and the fans is happy with John Henson. <laughs> yeah. I don't know seven points, four rebounds. Yeah, what you got John, John Henson? Don't let the John Henson fan page hear you because he got one, and they rode deep. I'm kidding. They got like 20 followers, but you know, so it's a fun page. It's yeah. like it's Aaron Baines C like, but obviously it's a lot smaller than the Aaron Baines fan. Hey, page. you got to start off small, then you get shout out to the exactly. Aaron Baines fan page. Exactly. They've been struggling recently because Aaron Baines hasn't been amazing recently. Because start off the season, Aaron Baines is playing like yeah. great basketball. So they had a lot of winning. content. Yeah, th- now he's playing 13 minutes a game. He was playing at All Star levels, bro. <laughs> like in the season, he was really hooping. That was crazy. Um. DeAndre Ayton has been really good recently, though. Yeah, which is very good. which is promising for them because especially at that Bulls game, he was it killed us, mm-hmm. killed us. I made a tweet that he looked like Hakeem Olajuwon compared to Felicio, and like I was not exaggerating. That boy was really hooping. Felicio but, makes everybody look very good. When you think about that draft class, of course, everybody talks about Trey, Luca, and they don't really talk he, about the number one overall pick. They brought up this this between Harden and uh, Giannis. I know we they can't see it, but it's like a little old moment. Oh, he made him stop. I don't remember that. But they call the offensive foul, then Giannis go up to him, say something to him. So that's where it stemmed from. That one play. <laughs> that's a young Giannis, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's a young heart. Larry Sanders is in here fighting. Oh, man. No, so that no. team won 13 games that season. Wow. Uh, but DeAndre Ayton's averaging 21 points per game this, this month, shooting 58% from the field, and he's getting a lot of rebounds, 13. And his defense hasn't been terrible either, which has like always been kind of a knock on him. That he just not yeah. that his defense was terrible, that his IQ was pretty bad defensively. But recently, yeah, no, nobody really do talk spot. about him at all. Yeah, yeah, especially for a number a first overall pick. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You would think that he was drafted number ten or something. He was under the radar. This is the the number one guy, and it was kind of like I want to say it was unanimous. But going into the draft, we kind of knew, yeah, knew that was, he was yeah. going number one. Yeah, even though Luca. Luca's coach from Slovenia was the head coach yeah. of the Suns at the time, so you would think that they'd probably go with him, mm-hmm. but they didn't. They went big man. Just ain't because he's not the star. Good. Star. They got Devin Booker. I mean, Luca and Trey Young. They're legit. They're guys for their team. Mm. So, and also, they're just literally Luca and Trey Young are having way better like individual success. I should say. Yeah. Um, they have this thing where. On 538, it's a website that does a bunch of stats. Mm-hmm. You can click on a player's projections, and it will say, like, hey, DeAndre Ayton is on a trajectory to be yeah, this player. Okay. Who do y'all think he's on a trajectory to be? A current NBA player, current center. Um, Prime Dwight? No, incorrect. Prime but, Dwight does not exist in today's game. Yeah. Yeah, but he's and at he, a, uh, he, like, still is good right now. Oh, he still is Andre good. Drummond. Yes. Oh. Not a bad pick, but incorrect. Wait, let me just do some. It doesn't make much sense, this player. DeAndre Jordan? No. This this player that they project. Incorrect. That's a good pick, too. This player they project him to be is a great three-point shooter for big, but obviously DeAndre Ayton does not shoot threes at all. So it's weird that they're projecting him to be like this guy. Brooke Lopez is number three on the list, but not correct. Actually, Brooke Lopez is number two on the list. Mm, A center, an all-star caliber big, great three-point shooter. He's a legit center. Legit center. You can't Jokic? Uh, not Jokic. <laughs> like, that's the only thing that's coming to my mind. I know it ain't Towns. It is Carthony Towns. For some reason, they projected but, his career but, to be like Carthony Towns. that is who he was compared to coming out of uh, college. He was compared to Carthony Towns, so that makes a lot of sense. So they got Cat, Brooke Lopez, John Collins, Greg Oden. Please don't be Greg Oden. <laughs> <laughs> Greg Monroe, who had a couple good years. I like Greg yeah. Monroe. But they said this is a, only a 65% similarity, so it's not that big. Okay, can we have you put up some do some other players? Oh, yes. Uh, give me a player that you want to you wanna hear, or you want me to put it. Do I got, got Shea Gilgis-Alexander. Who oh. do y'all think he projects him to be? Wow. Uh, <laughs> that's li- no, it's not terrible. Uh, I, can we get some hands? Um, a guy that is an effortless scorer. And guard, obviously. James Harden? Not James Harden. 
guard has not been an all-star, but has been in all-star conversations. Zach Levine? Zach Levine. Oh. They got him compared mm. to Zach Levine. They also have Gilbert Arenas on this list, which okay. is interesting. Um, uh, James Harden is here, too, at number five, though. So, you know, um, I'm trying to think of some. Luca. I think Luca would be interesting because there's no way. LeBron. Yeah. They did him dirty. They did him dirty. <laughs> oh. But So they always do it all based on one year. <laughs> okay. Right? So they got him compared to 2011 Tyreek Evans. Okay. Wow. Ty- I, okay. 2011 Tyreek Evans up, was pretty let's, good. Let's look up Tyreek Evans. But I would up. say 2020 Luka is a lot better than 2011 Tyreek Evans. They also got Lamar Odom. None. None. A lot of these suck. I want to yeah, see something that's, that's like 100% similarity. Do Ja Morant. Do Ja? Ja Morant. Let's see what they say about Ja Morant. They got him categorized as great prospect. Yes, he is. Interesting. I could see this one. It's a current guard in the NBA. Russell Westbrook? Not Russell Westbrook, but he is on the list. Um, mm. It's a starting guard, right? Starting guard. He's been an all-star a few Damian times. Damian Lillard. Not Damian Lillard. They're both fast as all hell. Yeah, John, Wall. John, John Wall. Wall. That is, I think that's pretty good. Yeah. That's another comparison for him. Um, they also got him compared to 2009 Derrick Rose. Mark, I heard that. Markel Fultz from last year? Hello? Um, <laughs> Devin Booker. Devin Booker. Okay, let's see what they got about D-Book. What you think? Oh, uh, man. Dirty. Dirty, dirty, dirty. They did him dirty? Did him dirty. Is this a current player? It's a current player. He's past his prime, but he still plays impactful minutes on a good p- basketball team. Mm. He um, is a small player, but a lot of times he'd be running like some all four power four. <laughs> Ooh, uh, he should oh, not wait, be no, compared no, no, no. to Devin Booker. Devin Booker should not be compared to this player at all. Besides the fact they're both light West scared. or East? He's a Western Conference player right now. He missed a lot of time this season with a leg injury, but he came back about a month ago. Has used to be a high flyer in his, back in the day. Eric Gordon? Eric Gordon. Oh, wow. They yeah. compared this man to Eric Gordon. Think about that. Yikes. That's terrible. It is terrible. I'm going to click random player. Tyson Chandler. Tyson Chandler. That's, he's 80 years old. <laughs> Zaza is not in the league. Oh, RJ. <laughs> RJ Barrett? RJ. RJ oh, Barrett. You want to hear this shit. Um, 60%. <laughs> no, it's actually another New York guy. Uh, he plays for the Knicks? He played for the Knicks. Tim Hardaway Jr. Incorrect. That's a. I think that's pretty good, though. It's it's a feature Hall of Favor. Carmelo Anthony? Carmelo Anthony. Uh-huh. They gave him 50% Carmelo Anthony. Oh, 60% Carmelo Anthony. Why? Because they both played for the Knicks? I couldn't tell you. <laughs> it has a lot to do with, like, wins above replacement, true shooting, usage. They put all these advanced stats into one to get, like, hey, he's Lonzo to Ball. This. Oh, that's a good one. Let's see who they got. Lon- Lon- what the heck? My dictionary popped up? Lonzo Ball. Pelicans. You know what? It's a weird comparison, but I can see the similarities of both defensive guards. Um, this is a current player? Current player. Ben Simmons. Incorrect. Not an all-star caliber player, though. Mike Conley? No. Okay. Um, How about to say? Defensive guards, gritty guard. Um, East or West? Easter Conference. Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart. Okay. They gave him Marcus yeah. Smart. Okay. That's solid. Yeah. Uh, it's, not have, a, it's not terrible. They gave him V.O., Iman Shumpert, Baron Davis. Okay. Yikes. Okay. Baron Davis. <laughs> From Iman Shumpert to Baron, Baron Davis. Davis. Who is some more of y'all like? Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon. That's a good one because who oh, the hell after knows? this is Jason Tatum. Okay. We should, Jason Tatum. We got to see what Jason Tatum um, This guy's a 60% similarity. They're both light-skinned. They both in the league today. They both in the league today. Um, Blake Griffin? No. That's, a, that's what he was compared to coming out of college or high school or whatever. But this player... Also played for the Magic once in his career. And he's light-skinned. He's light-skinned. And he's current right now? Yes. He also wears a hair bear. Jared Dudley? No. Jared Dudley didn't play for the Magic. This is a player that's, that's been... He's been trading maybe... a weird player for Aaron Gordon. To be <laughs> Aaron. <laughs> he also what? Um, he's also a guy that's been traded four or five times in his career. You're like, mm-hmm. damn, he got traded Ooh. again? Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris. Yes, Tobias Harris. They gave him a 60%. They also gave him a, a Mike Miller. Okay. <laughs> That's a little <laughs> Okay. And you said Jason Tatum. All right. Let's see what they say about Jason Tatum, man. I think this this should be a good one. Future All-Stars, what they say. You're looking at my computer, Mike. Wow. That's so f- First of all, they got Jalen Brown on this list, so they compare oh, him to his teammate. Yeah. Um, 
The number one guy. Okay, okay. How do I say this without giving too much away? He's a superstar? Hell no. Um, he was an all-star once or twice. He played for some good teams in the 2000s. Um, 2008 to 2012 was his prime. Um, not American-born. Wing player, small forward, power forward occasionally with the right lineup. Great defender. Serge Ibaka? Not Serge Ibaka. Uh, Great defender. Uh, um, 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 real estate mogul now. He's been out of the league for a couple years now, and apparently he's making millions outside of NBA. I know that fact of somebody. I can't give up too much because I know what y'all What number did he wear? Nine. Mm. Wait, 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 wait. Did he wear number nine? I got to Google that one. I think he wore the number nine. I got to Google on my phone because I know people got some wandering eyes over here. Yeah, Michael does. Hold on, man. Number say nine. The, say the hints one more time. Uh, real estate mogul. Prime was about 2008 to 2012. Couple time All Star. Great defender. Is he a champion? Not a champion. Okay, this, okay that take away my guess. Not a champion. Hold on, we got to get this job. I know y'all can. Is I know that y'all can. He never wore number nine. I, that's His why I checked. That's why I checked. His nickname is literally AK 47. You're thinking of Andre Kelly? Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> I'm trying to think of other hints that won't give him away. He's a fan favorite on the team that he blossomed for. Whenever, I, whenever I've seen him in this arena, he gets a standing we ovation. We gotta get this, y'all. We gotta get um, this. Just a beloved player by somebody on this panel right now. Somebody that's sitting at this table, beloved. Said some crazy things about this player before. The number nine. The number nine. The number nine. The number nine. Oh, I know it. I know exactly who, who it is. Who it is? Luol Dang. Luol fucking yeah. Dang. No. <laughs> <laughs> the crazy thing that was said about Luol Dang is that Derek said he um he's great at creating his own shot. That's yeah. the he's like, are we watching the same bull seams? But yeah, they compared him to Luol Dangerous. Also got Thaddeus Young from 2010. Do you got any? Zach Levine. Zach Levine. All right. This is actually pretty fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do this on my own Don- time. Do Donovan Mitchell next. Okay. Wow. Oh, don't look. I need to see the similarity. 53%. This is a throwback player. Um, I, I think this guy recently made it to the Hall of Fame, so it's kind of cool to see him compared to... I'm going to have to Google it. Because he was one of those guys that was not first ballot. He's been out there for a while, and I think he recently just got in. Either that or he's still... Mitch Richmond? Mitch Richmond. Yo. What a guess, P. Mitch Richmond is the correct answer. Oh, bro, yes. I remember they did do that. Uh, they got him into the Hall of Fame because they had showed all his like games on mm-hmm. NBA TV. Yeah. Yeah. Who's somebody just Donovan somebody? Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell. Um, Mike got them eyes, boy. <laughs> he be looking right at the screen. Okay, this is an interesting Christian one. catch him every time. I don't know why he is. Um, this is a very interesting. So they do have Victor Oladipo. They have Wade. Ray Allen, Gilbert Arenas. But the one that's number one is a guy that, if I'm not mistaken, has never been an all-star. I'm going to have to double. This is our last one before we we end the show. I got to double check. I don't think he's ever been an all-star. Monte Ellis? No. Okay. Okay, so he's never been an all-star. He, if y'all talking numbers, he wore the number seven. Um, Another fan favorite, somebody at this table. Brandon Jennings. Incorrect. Somebody at this table has a very funny story about this player, but it happened after he played in the NBA. It's a retired player. He recently put out a Players Tribune article. Brandon Roy? Incorrect. Number seven. Oh, he was never an all-star. Never an all-star. What was his years of playing? Was it early 2000s? 2005 was his rookie season. Uh, ben Gordon. Ben when I Gordon. Went on live and then, you know, that went in there. <laughs> ben, Gordon. ben Gordon. They gave him a 60% similarity. Um, I think that's it. Let's just do Ben Simmons. Okay, we'll do Ben Simmons. That's a good one to end it off with. Uh, ben S- Simmons. Who did they probably have, you think? LeBron. Hell no. No. So his, his similarities are 29%. So we're saying, they're saying he is somebody yeah, we've yeah, never seen need. before, which is a fact. So that's yeah. pretty true. But the guy that they do compare him to is a Hall of Famer. Magic Johnson. Incorrect. Similar vein, though. Similar vein. Hall of Famer, been retired for... 85 was one of his best years. 85? Yes. But he's a Hall of Fame guy that y'all all know, so it's not like some random dude. Um, 85 was his what year? One of his best years. The oh, year that they okay. compare Ben Simmons to him. So, most of the time, All-Star. I don't know. I, if I say what I'm thinking, you're going to guess it. Mm-hmm. So, do y'all want to just... Showtime Lakers. Hey, James, James Worthy. James Worthy. 
James Worthy. They gave mm-hmm. him Blake Griffin, <laughs> Andrew Bogut. Wow. <laughs> Grant Hill. Grant Hill. One, one last one. I think one last one. Make it a good one. Come on, Mike. Alex Caruso. What? Yeah. That we cannot end on him. I After think they on, we said. The law right. Oh, I was going to say Jordan. <laughs> Come on, Mike. I know you got one spurring in you, Mike. You're the only one that ain't gave one. Mm. And it's just any player. Good player, bad player. But bad players are going to be a lot harder. Let's go Jokic. Jokic. Okay. That was that's a good one. one. That's, that's a, a very that's a good, good one. one. I think he's his own player. It's a bonus. It's a bonus there. Uh, 37%. So, again, another player that they don't have much for. And honestly, this one's very, very crazy because this player was a high flyer, <laughs> super athletic. Like literally, if you if you type in blank blank highlights, but listen, th- these are the arguments that are against advanced stats. Yes, because they sum them all together, and the advanced advanced stats tell them that mm-hmm. he is comparable to a high yes. flyer. Yes, um, high flyer boom boom stats is literally him dunking on people for seasons Dominic at a time. Lucas? Incorrect. It's a good guess though. Um, is he a current player? No, he's been out of the league for a long time. He spent most of his years on a team that's no longer there, and then he got traded and he got fat, and then he can't dunk. He couldn't dunk anymore. Hmm. Had a did he make a finals? I, I know for sure he's in a Western Conference Finals before. I don't know if he made it all the was it the West? Yes, Western Conference Finals. And this is a big man, a big man. Yes. Okay. Um, he was a dunker. A and dunker. Dice? No. Um, so he they, was. They compared so him 1995 high flyer. But then he ended up not being able. Yes, he had a Sean he had a, Sean Kemp. He had an oh. injury and then ended up in like Cleveland for a little bit mm-hmm. and then he was out. That, see, that's a that's weird, a weird, that's, that's, that's a terrible yeah, it's a terrible one. But I think that's it. Josh Koji, Joe Johnson, get the fuck up out of here. Wiggins. Oh, Wiggins. Kobe Bryant. Incorrect. Let me see if Kobe's on the list though. He is not. But this player fits perfect. The current NBA player still. I can do this shit all day. Yeah, facts. Uh, current NBA player still. Uh, uh, conference. Western Conference. Play just alike, honestly. Play just alike. Just alike. But this guy's just better. Had some playoff runs. Got traded within the last two or so seasons. DeRozan. DeMar DeRozan. They gave him DeMar DeRozan. At a fifty-seven percent, they are like Ron Mercer, yeah. Damian Lillard, Ron Mercer. That's yeah, that was the second guy. Damn, Damian Lillard, Hall of Fame player. Arenas, uh, Arenas is on the list, but not number one. Kobe is also on this list. Uh, Hall of Fame player. What are some other ones? Um, played on the franchise. It's no longer a thing. Who? Uh, who? Who is this? Damian Lillard. Oh, played on a franchise that's no longer here. He's not in the NBA anymore? He's been retired for a while. The last time we saw him, he was super old, bald, but still was great. Ray Allen. Ray Allen. Oh. Still was great at one thing. Kyle Kuzma. Oh, wow. This one is a 70%. This is the highest we've ever seen. Antoine Jameson. Incorrect. Okay. But this is also a player I've, I literally never saw the name of. Jay Vincent. Oh. 1984. Yeah, 70%. They also gave him a 66% of Tom Chambers. 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 Yeah. Um, Tobias Harris is in there. I'm just going to click Damian Lillard, Aaron Gordon, we already did, Chris Paul. But they're comparing him this year's Chris Paul to somebody, so that's not fun. LeBron James. What's this year, LeBron James? This year, LeBron James. Let's see. What if it's like last year's LeBron James? <laughs> oh, my God. Just- <laughs> they gave him a 34% to this player. Hall of Fame player. One of the top scorers in NBA history. Um, Carmelo. Carmelo. They gave him Carmelo, bro. <laughs> then Charles Barkley, Julius Irvin, Hakeem, Paul Pierce. He's always in good company. But yeah. KP? Let's see. That's going to be, I feel like that's going to be another one of them, like 30%, 38%. This makes a lot of sense. Dirk. They compared him to a couple years ago version. Dirk is not it. This is a guy that was an all star one time. Right now makes more sense than the year that they have it. Brooke Lopez? Brooke Lopez. Yeah. Brooke Lopez. Uh, I don't know. This is, yeah, this is something we I should on. We should end on this guy for okay. real, though. They Zion gave, Williamson. They gave Tim Duncan to LaMarcus, by the way. But okay. Look at him. He liked it. Zion <laughs> Williamson. <laughs> Zion I'm going to close Williamson. my laptop on that one. This is stupid. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> because they're also taking into, like, their bodies. So he's in the, okay. the crazy percentile for his body weight. And yeah, so, so what they have is a Do they Zeebo? have him like Zeebo? compared to like a big man or something. He is a big man, but he's a guy that's been riddled with injuries. He's very, very young. Like he's only like a year older than Zion. 
Riddle with injuries, top, one of the top picks in, in a recent not draft. Mubamba. Not Mobamba. That's a good pick, though. Um, um, one of the top picks in recent drafts. His team, Marvin Bagley. Marvin Bagley, bro. Mm. They gave him Anthony Bennett. Number three. Oh, uh, they got the same body. They do have the same body. <laughs> and they really just ain't know what to do with it. Did we do Luca? Yeah. Did we do Towns? Did we do Luca? Yeah, we, we did. did do Luca. Who was Luca? Tyreek. Oh, All let's right. do Trey Young. And I promise it's the last one. And then maybe we'll bring this back if they Towns. like Towns. Uh, we could do Towns too. <laughs> um, okay. Trey Young. Okay, okay. Steph, I, Steph Curry. 65%. It's not Andy. Steph Curry. Steph Curry's not on the list at all, honestly. No. Um, okay, this is a guy that is a. Um, I think he's from New York. I would have to double check that, but I always see pictures of him in New York, so I just assume he's from there. Um, what else can I say? He's a he's a legend. Um, he's a fan favorite here in the states, but he's more known for what he's done outside of the states. And he, he's from Brooklyn. He's born in Brooklyn. One of the, one of the best players in the league outside of the NBA. Born outside of the NBA. He was born in the in in. in Brooklyn, but he he had great years here in the NBA, but had to transition to Stephon Marbury. Stephon Marbury. Stephon Marbury. Sixty five percent. And then who is that? Trey Young. Young. Okay. And then who would you say? Carl. Carl I just Towns. seen a picture of young Stephon Marbury and uh, Sebastian Taylor. They are never get this man. This okay. Another center, obviously. Um. <laughs> could not be further from each other. <laughs> it's not. It's a it's a Hall of Fame center. Okay. Um. Just think about the opposite. What Shaq. is Shaq? Shaq. Goddamn Shaq. They gave him Shaq. Shaq, <laughs> then Dirk, then Dwight, then Powell. Did we ever do Giannis? No. We, we should really do Giannis. Yes. How could we not do Yes, yeah, you're right. That's crazy. 32% because he's a guy we've never seen before. Yeah. He's compared to somebody we've already talked about today. Lamar. Mm-hmm. Incorrect. That's the LeBron. First I thought about too. Not LeBron either. Somebody's already been compared to him? Yep. Tyreek Evans? Nope. Shaq. Uh, big guy. Sean Kemp. Sean Kemp. Mm. Uh, oh, Steph Curry's not playing tomorrow. Playing tomorrow. Wow. That's, that's kind of lame. Y'all, he lied. <laughs> y'all ever see that fun flex meme? <laughs> I wish you could sort. Okay, that's it. Thank y'all so much for being in this episode of Through the Wire, man. We'll be back, of course, on Saturday with a new one. Uh, I mean, Tuesday. Tuesday. We out. Peace.